So this weekend, I had a neighborhood reunion. Now, most of the people that were involved at this reunion are financially literate for the most part and also crypto curious. Yet there was a huge gap in understanding about NFTs and Web3. So today I will discuss a few things that I learned during my trip, including some gems that I learned from an Israeli businessman that sat next to me on my flight back to Jamaica. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So negative stories are definitely what is driving the narrative within Web3 and NFTs. Of course, we know that the FTXs, the crypto crashes, so forth. I'm not even going to go into all that. If you spent any amount of time in this space, listening to the show, Twitter spaces, it doesn't matter. You've kind of covered that already. But when it comes to most people, they don't even know that Starbucks and all these uh, wonderful companies have their backends that are running on Polygon and Web3 infrastructure, and they're integrating with this stuff because it's really just sort of taboo at this point, and it is not really up there front and center. People aren't really excited about that. But one thing that I found is finding a connection and a way to communicate the value of Web3 with people is finding a specific project or a specific platform or company that's using it in a way that really relates to them. So for example, if you are a coffee drinker, yes, the Starbucks one just absolutely jumps out. However, the one that I was going to use when I was up there was this project called Rock Your Socks NFTs. Now, Jessica, someone that I interviewed, was on the show episode number 350. She's the artist for that project, and she actually has Down Syndrome. Now, that project is celebrating Down Syndrome and giving the awareness of it, why socks are so important to that. Great episode. Highly recommend if you have not listened to that. Jessica just knocked it out of the park. And her project, Rock Your Socks NFTs, was something that I wanted to give to a couple of friends because their younger sister had Down syndrome. And I say had because unfortunately she passed away when we were kids, but she is still a part of our neighborhood and her memory goes on. Just a wonderful soul. So Down syndrome, buddy walks, and those things are very important to them. So I ended up getting three of these NFTs, two of which I wanted uh, for them and one for myself. So I was getting ready to do the whole wallet setup, you know, the walkthrough, how to set up a wallet. I was going to use the Argent wallet because that is just much more user friendly, not using your uh, 24 word passphrase and all of that stuff. So I was like, they don't have to worry about losing that. And I know, especially one of the people, she is just so absent-minded, she's definitely going to lose it. So with Argent, I could set myself up as a guardian. So if they ever get locked out, guess what? They can link me and I'll be able to help them to get back into their thing. But that's a different topic altogether. I wasn't able to set that up because just so much was going on. But when it came down to it, I realized that There is so much misunderstanding about NFTs, wallets, and Web3 that it's like, wow, I need to teach an entire masterclass on this stuff. And that's something that might be in the works for the future. But again, that's not what this episode is about. One thing that I definitely saw, because we're having lots of discussions about business, the stock market, the economy, recessions, and so forth. And there is such a great parallel between the greater economy, stock market, and of course, what's going on this week, because we're seeing that crypto is pumping and everyone's excited. You know, the Wagnies are almost back, not quite back, but there is a very positive vibe that is happening on Twitter. 
And if you really look at it, it is not something that's just unique. Like, yeah, NFTs and crypto is back. Yeah, woo! Now, if you look at, you know, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, the S&P 500, the NASDAQ Composite, and all the major stocks and in, uh, indexes, you'll see that everything is up almost proportionally. Not percentage-wise, but if you look at the graph, the graph is basically identical. You don't know if you're looking at Bitcoin, you're looking at Ether, you're looking at the Dow Jones the, the shape of the graph is basically the exact same. So everything moved up and everything is moving in tandem. However, of course, crypto is a much more volatile asset. So you're going to see it move in percentages much more. But generally speaking, the direction and the, the general shape of the graph is the same. Now, all this increasing recession talk and everything gives me the impression that, yes, this pump is great and everything is, is, is exciting for the moment. However, it might be something to really look on as this recession talk really picks up. Although we've been in a recession, but they changed the definition of the recession and it's just pushing back the reaction. So we're going to see where all of that goes. But now they're starting to really talk the recession talks again. And I truly believe that's because the elections are passed in the U.S. And they don't want to talk about recessions before an election. But that is another topic in itself. Not even going to go down that rabbit hole. But yes, a recession talks are starting up again. And they're talking about, yes, maybe we really are in a recession. Now, that usually makes the stock market go down once that is announced, as if we didn't already know. But that is also an opportunity for, you know, things to move down in the crypto sphere as well because it is still linked and it's still connected. Now, as far as how people are perceiving this and how people are looking at this, of course, all the bad news that is overshadowing it, not necessarily seeing the great things such as the Rock Your Socks NFTs and all these great projects that are doing great things, whether it is for charity, educational purposes, helping various uh, veterans affairs, mental health. I mean, I can go on and on and on to saying some great things, even like donating to children and all this stuff is being done on the blockchain and people are losing sight of that. But as far as what's going on with this whole uh, economy in general, okay, things are going down. People are getting very skittish. And this is where it ties in now with the conversation that I had with the Israeli businessman. And it ties into everything, what's happening on a global scale, but also within Web3. Now, just to give you a little context about this, the background of this, I was sitting on the plane and this guy was telling me that he spends two and a half weeks in Jamaica and two weeks in New York. And he's been doing that back and forth for a few years now. Uh, long story short, he started multiple businesses. He came from Israel with his buddy in high school. They started uh, doing a business both here in Jamaica and back in New York. As you can tell by the accent, yes, I spent most of my time in New York, not Jamaica, New York, but now I am on the island of Jamaica. So yeah, I have that cool connection with him. So I was speaking about all that and he was asking, well, what brought me back to Jamaica? And I asked him the same question. Well, why are you there? And believe it or not, this guy in his 50s or early 60s said that the reason why he is down here is because he sees so much more opportunity in Jamaica than he does in New York. Now, that might be a mind-blowing, a gasp. I can't believe you just said that. Of course, America is the land of opportunity, not taking anything away from that. There is just so much that you could do there. Generations and generations of people have gone there. But the reason why he says that as an Israeli businessman that has come over from Israel, spent time in New York, and also has a business operating in Jamaica is because it comes down to a lot of competition being in New York versus what's 
happening down in Jamaica. Now, the narrative that you're going to hear, you're going to hear a lot of negative stories, and this also ties into the whole blockchain narrative, right? A lot of fraud, a lot of criminals, a lot of fake things. There's Ponzi schemes and so forth. So it flushes out a lot of people. They don't want anything to do there. So because of that, as we're seeing right now, the numbers of people are going down And as people exit, guess what? There's going to be more opportunities and less competition. That is what happened in Jamaica. And that is a state we're in right now where, as he put it, you'll see countless people on the sides of the road. They're selling their ackee and their uh, various, you know, foods and fruits and so forth. And it's like everyone's in business for themselves, but they're not really businessmen. They're not people who are building enterprises and there's no competition in that area. Now, how does that tie into Web3? Well, there's a lot of people that might be doing some flipping, making their little 0.02 ETH here and there, a couple dollars on this trade, a couple dollars on that trade. But who is actually building an enterprise, building an IP or a project or a true business in the fact that this is something that could be scalable, repeatable, has multiple streams of revenue and uh, partnerships with other corporations and so forth? Very, very few. So at this time now, as everyone's flushing out with all the bad news, they're getting very fearful and skittish. Only those small time people are really there. But the big business, there is opportunity for someone with vision to come into this space and make a lot of money, build something great, do some amazing things. And that is a connection that I saw between this conversation with this Israeli businessman with Jamaica and what's happening in Web3. Now, in Web3, we are at our 90s moment. I say this all the time, and this is a conversation that we often have, is that after all the dot-com bubbles popped and everything, everyone just abandoned and jumped ship and just abandoned the whole internet idea. Well, those companies that stuck around, the Google, the Amazon, and so forth, Well, once things started to recover, they're the ones that weathered the storm and stuck it out. They built some amazing things. And in this cycle of things, those are the ones that we're all looking at saying, man, I wish we had invested in those companies. I wish we had stuck around. And that's basically where we are right now. It might not seem like the attractive option to go to this third world country that we would call Web3 as everything's in shambles and, you know, things aren't really developed and everything. Web2 seems like a much better option, the Facebooks, the Googles and so forth. But guess what? When the cycle starts to come back around and Web3, all of these NFT projects, these protocols, these platforms and so many things that are being built right now, those ones that had the foresight, the ambition and the knowledge and the backbone, I should say, to weather the storm and build a real business is going to be in a much better place. So it is really the time to get aligned with the real builders in space, whether you are the person with the vision and the execution to actually do it or find those people, seek them out and get on the team see what they're doing. And I would love to know, what are your thoughts on all this? Would you consider joining a Web3 company even if the upfront pay might be lower? Because you know, long run, this is where you want to be. Is that something for you? Is that something that you have been considering? Love to know your thoughts on that. Let's keep this conversation going. Feel free to reach out to me at Tropic Vibes over on Twitter or using the contact information in the show notes. But as usual, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.